Caleb well, on chasing would fit their profile. Because then it's an easy trade then. Because now you have Josh Allen on one side, Caleb on chasing on the other side. Are you going to re- trade a guy you haven't replaced yet, though? Or yeah. Try to, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, here's the thing. If they can't get a value for him that they want. Who, uh, for Yannick? Yeah. They're going to have to. If they can't get a value for him they want, they're just going to get rid of him for, no, they're gonna, for they're pennies gonna on the dollar. They're going to try to get whatever they can out of him. I, I, I believe that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to get whatever they can. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it doesn't hurt to get a third. I, I mean, mean whoever, whoever Jacksonville, I mean, we all know anyways, whoever Jacksonville gets, they're gonna just going to trade him in a year and a half, two years anyways, especially if they're any good. If I they mean, suck, they, they'll hang on to him. But. They could also use Avery McKinney because they need secondary help. Yeah. Unbelievable secondary help. Right, want to start? Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's do a show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ben and Chris Talk Sports. I'm Chris. And I am Ben. And we are here to bring you our breakdown of the 2020 NFL Draft, or at least what's been happening so far. We're actually watching it live as it's happening. They're on pick 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars, right now. Uh, It started out pretty much exactly as we expected. We had Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda. Giants kind of took the surprised, not surprised it took a tackle, offensive lineman but we're surprised at the player they chose wasn't a whole lot of action until you know pick what was it pick 13 13 tampa bay switched with uh san fran took an offensive tackle to protect their new quarterback tom brady right and uh then inexplicably i don't right, when they had the perfect fit receiver on the board oh yeah and they had already gained uh, an extra pick from san fran and or excuse me from Tampa Bay in the trade, they take a defensive lineman? I mean, Javon Kinlaw is a beast. Oh, it's no bearing on the player. He, he looks like an incredible talent, but that's not what they needed. Jared Judy was on the board. Yeah, they needed that that guy who could help complement Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Absolutely. And, and their, their harem of running backs. You could even argue CeeDee Lamb would have made a nice yeah. fit, too. I mean, he, super talented, take the top off the defense, but they go with Javon Kinlaw, which I get... You need to replace DeForest Buckner with this pick. With this pick at 13, yeah, you're going to get a talented receiver to expand your offense. Because you saw what I saw in the Super Bowl. Where did George Kittle come? Where did George Kittle go? Well, he had nothing. Yeah, he had nothing to distract the attention from him. Right. So, I mean, Debo Samuel did what he could, but when it's only Debo and Kittle and nobody else really in between, they weren't running the ball very effectively. Emmanuel Sanders didn't show up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it would make sense to have a receiver to take some of the focus off of those two guys and also do his own thing to help Jimmy G. And, I mean, that rest of the line, even though they lost, you know, they lost to Forrest Buckner. I think you could have got a pick at 31 that would have been comparable to what you could have replaced for, for, for DeForest Buckner, or you can go in the second round and got something. But this pick, this 13th pick would have been, is a pro, well, 14 essentially, but it's a prime pick for, you to get a talented player, whether it be Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb, I, I just it just makes sense for me. One of those two players. 
wide receiver you need. Yeah, absolutely. To expand your offense, and you didn't take him. And again, it's just, uh, both of us. I mean, you were very high on Kim Law. Oh, yeah. I thought I've, he was going to go in the top 10. You know, I kind of go, you kind of recommend to me certain players to watch and take a look at. And I looked at him and I'm, he looked incredible. Oh, yeah, number 20 now. Jacksonville's selection is in. How are they going to screw this up? Probably. It's the Jaguars. So, I mean, they're probably already traded the guy. There you go. Oh, what, what did I tell you? Chase on. What did I tell you? That's 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 a good move for them because that that's the guy you were talking about. I was telling, I was saying now, now they can trade now they can trade Yannick and Jaku so we can stop calling out ownership. Uh, back to the uh, oh, Eagles are on the clock. This has to be a receiver with the Eagles. Oh, this is a, this has to be a receiver. Listen, if this is not a receiver, I will I will destroy everything they did to this point. Nothing they did to this point makes any sense. Yeah, if they, they don't t- take desperate, I got Jalen for a receiver. I got Jalen Rigor going. They can take Lavishka Schnott Jr. as well. Uh, T. Higgins uh, is dropping on. They're dropping down the board. Jed, uh, Justin Jefferson at LSU. All these guys make sense. It has to be a receiver. I don't. I do want to point out, however, that uh, we are at twenty-one now with the Eagles. Patriots are twenty-three. Yes. And there are thanks to some inexplicable picks earlier in the draft, which we'll get to. There are some extraordinarily talented defensive players that Patriots could very much use that are now available. Can I can I add to that, Chris? Absolutely. Um, you know Bill Belichick, who's his boy in college college football? Anybody from Rutgers? Uh, no, no. I mean, like coaching wise, who's his Nick boy? Saban? I believe. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we have two highly talented defensive players out of Alabama: Kenneth Murray and Xavier McKinney. Wasn't Murray, Oklahoma? Oh, no. I'll double check on that for you. I thought Kenneth Murray was Oklahoma. I could have sworn. But Xavier McKinney is is Alabama. Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, man, I'd love to see him in a Patriots uniform. I didn't think that was possible. I thought he'd be gone way earlier in the I draft, thought Kenneth, but... I had Kenneth Murray going to the uh, Raiders, but they inexplicably – can we get to this? Um, I, I checked up on Damon Arnett. There's no red flags. It's just – it just doesn't make sense. It, the talent, the, the attitude is there for a corner, but the the talent is not the talent is not there. Yeah, and, the Raiders with their with their second first round pick took uh, Damon Arnett, a uh, cornerback, the second best Ohio State cornerback, and and I think they said on the telecast his uncle or father is father is Chris Carter, and Chris Carter told him he needed to go back to college, right, to become. The best corner, which which by far makes the most sense. Sure. Because he well, goes back for another year. Oh, Eagles pick is in. They they go top five. He goes top five. And I'll just say this. I mean, if you're if you're talking about a kid who already has problems with mentality, it's, it's kind of no wonder with uh Chris Carter, who is I mean, known for being kind of an a-hole, quite honestly. Right. And you're gonna bring that kid to Vegas with all that temptation that's there. But at with least everything he, else, and he already has headspace issues. Right, not, not good. Yeah, we're looking at the Eagles' uh, wide receiver depth chart right now, or whatever you want to. Well, the know, last four games, alleged wide receiver uh, depth chart, and that's not good. And that's not counting Djak because he wasn't in the no. last four games of last season. You can't really count him anymore, though, man. I mean, with all the injuries he's had, you can't rely on him. Nope. I mean, you could you could see promise in JJ Arcia guy uh, Whiteside, yeah. but but the other ones, I mean, Greg Ward, I guess. Had some playmaking abilities, but you need that stud. And and I like I like Lavishka Shanat. 
I saw a lot of talent out of him, but I think Jalen Rager makes a little bit more sense for the Eagles. He's got a little more dynamic abilities, and he can return kicks uh, from Jump Street. And what can help your your offense even more now? Justin Jefferson is a sound receiver. I just think he's not a number one, and the number one defensive back on the other team might put the clamps on him. As a Game of Thrones fan, I automatically like the guy named Rhaegar. So I might be pronouncing it wrong, but doesn't matter. But to the way it, it's good, the it way it now. looks. No, I heard him pronounce it like that earlier on on the telecast too. So. Um, and I, why I, why I go Justin Jefferson might get locked down, uh, looking at film, I looked at film of Joe Burrow and he, I mean, Justin Jefferson had a good season. No, no disrespect to him. I'm, I'm looking up his, um, partner in crime because it wasn't really, it wasn't really Justin Jefferson. That was the game breaker. It was the other receiver. Jamar Chase at seventeen hundred yards. Now, now, Justin Jefferson had fifteen hundred yards, but Jamar Chase had seventeen hundred yards, eighty touchdowns, and twenty uh, eighty receptions and twenty touchdowns. I mean, those are eye popping numbers. Sure, he'll be he'll be in contention, especially in a short college season. Absolutely, he'll be contesting for the number one receiver next year. Now, while, while we while we talk about that, I wanted to get back real quick to the sure. the Forty uh, ers Picking uh, Kinlaw again. I have no problem with. I just wanted to close on this because, as far as this goes, because yeah. I didn't say it before. I have no again. I have no problem with the player. Looks like an incredible talent. But is the addition of somebody else on a still great defensive line more important than upgrading that offense with a stellar wide receiver? Absolutely not. There's no way. You What's saw the them stall in the Super Bowl. They yeah. already have all that talent. They can still. They can bring in somebody relatively cheap, a veteran of some sort who they can still rotate along that line because they love that rotation. That's what that's what kept them going so uh, so well last year, that rotation, that defensive line, so the guys didn't get too tired. And get that receiver right there and try to pick up somebody later on in the draft. It didn't make any sense. I mean, they have to get a receiver at some point. I, I'll give you a guy, Chris, okay? Oh, they did. They want Jalen Rhaegar. I'll give you a guy. Roquan Davis out of Alabama. Right. He's very talented, but he's projected he's like the 40th ranked player. Oh, there we go. Well, that's a good move by the Eagles. They had, they had to get move, receiver. Excellent move. I actually pegged him to go to the Eagles. So great move. Uh, pat myself on the back on that. No, you got six right, right? Yeah, I have six. Six. I correct? now have six. Okay. I called seven. I think I thought Ben would get seven of the first rounders right. So we'll Chris, see. Chris, we got like 10 more left. But to get back, Roquan Davis, they could have – I don't know what they have in the second round. I don't believe they have a second-round pick. Uh, but if they could move up and get Roquan Davis, now you can have your rotation pieces on your defensive line still. Roquan Davis is talented because he went to Alabama. Alabama doesn't get – No, you don't, you, don't get, you don't get schmucks on Alabama. No, you get, you get quality. You get a nice, good player. So that would have been the play is move down – Move down a couple more spots. Yep. Maybe pick up that second round pick. And I'm not even, I mean, there's other players that possibly, you know, later in the draft that I'm not even talking about that could have been picked up because you're just looking for rotation guys. Who's your stud, Chris? Bosa? Yeah. 
And, well, uh, I mean, it could be any of those three guys, honestly. So but I think Bosa is more. Bosa is the most dangerous of those guys. I and, think. And the guy they just signed to extension, Eric Armstead. Yeah, those are your guys. And then they have a couple other guys. Um, oh, D Ford as well. And but they're looking for rotation. Go get Roquan Davis, and now you can have your rotation guy. In um, this is this. I mean, we're seeing clips of Rhaegar. Electric. I'm just super excited right now because as long as the Patriots don't trade out, which is never a guarantee with them, they're guaranteed to get Murray or, I, I, or McKinley or McKinnon. Is that my saying right? Xavier McKinnon, right? McKinney. McKinney. Xavier McKinney. McKinney. Okay. I've been saying his name wrong for two weeks now. Right. Well, I'd love it to be McKinney, but uh, either either one of those guys I'd be thrilled with. Okay. I don't think I don't think they're going quarterback. I really don't. Nah, I, I'm going to steer away from quarterback, uh, even though I, I mocked uh, Jake Fromm here, to uh, although we're not at the Patriots yet. Uh, but I mock, I mock Jake from 27 to the Patriots because I haven't traded with Seattle. Buffalo looks, I would say they're going to look at LaVisca Sanant, but they could look at Xavier McKinney, McKinney because why not have that stud secondary that just shuts down and everybody? Who's going to look at him? Huh? Bills. We're, we're on the Bills right now. We're, we're on the Vikings again. You read that again. I did it again. The yeah. Stefan Diggs trade. I, I don't understand why I keep thinking the Bills have this You really pick. don't want the, Bill, the, the really Vikings, to have, Vikings to have this pick. I really don't want the Vikings to have this pick, The pick is in, and apparently they cannot have it because Ben has decided the Bills not only get Stefan Diggs, they get to keep the pick. But I will say this, though. I will I will transpose everything I said about the Bills to the Vikings. They need LaVishka Sanat, but they could still take Xavier McKinney because Harrison Smith is not the youngest cat. No. And they did franchise tag their other safety, Anthony Smith, I want to say. Or Anthony Harris, I apologize. They could very much use a receiver, like you said. But I think I think Lovishka Sanat Jr. Yeah. is the guy. He's too, super talented, young cat. And it would be a nice pairing with uh, Adam Thielen and uh, Irv Smith Jr. Plus, you have your stud in the backfield who just – welcomes eight man in the box. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, and, Dalvin Cook's just way too good. And Shannon was basically the offense at Colorado. So I, I just think this this one makes sense. And then, I hate to tell this to everybody, the doors open for the New England Patriots at 23. The doors are open. I mean, Bill, this is what Bill hopes for, is talent to drop to him oh, yeah. at 23. And But I will tell you, I won't be shocked if we see a trade alert. I wouldn't be shot either. I wouldn't be shot if he if he could uh, pick up another, I don't know, third or fourth round pick by even moving down a few spots. If there's here's the thing with Belichick, if there's, you know, we we see oh we want McKinney, we want this guy. He has four or five guys you could take right now happily. So if Minnesota doesn't take any of those guys, and he has four people that he likes, he's just as happy taking any of them. He has no problem dropping down three or four spots and getting whatever's available when he gets there and getting extra draft picks. So. As of now, the, the the pick is in for the Vikings, and the Patriots are on the clock. But we're waiting to come back from commercial before we see exactly what the Vikings are going to do. I have to say, honestly, man, as much fun as we made the other day about how many things could go wrong with this whole uh, this whole telecast, the whole streaming it, and everybody in remote locations, it's gone off relatively without a hitch. So they did they did a nice job with it. I will say, that, and I'll say this. We we talked about this now. Maybe they maybe they purposely did it for the, like the top five, um, 
but we discussed this since they were going through. Every pick they had, they had what seven? Oh, seven, seven panelists. People. Yeah, they were all talking. They every all time. had to put their two cents in, and it felt like it was too much time between picks. Yeah, we're literally sitting there with the pick in for five ten minutes, maybe. And we have a commercial, and we'd have them talking about Joe Burrow, Chase Young. It's like, and then eventually, either it was because we've gotten down on the board, or they figured out that it didn't make sense for us to have like seven people inject their opinion on one person. Well, I mean, you have your, your, your top picks that are discussed as a top picks for months. Right. So I mean, it's only natural. They do want to get, you know, all their, all their two cents in. So, I mean, it, it's fine now, but yeah, it was pretty excessive. The first, I don't know, I'd say five to six picks when you'd have the pick in, then you go to commercial, then you'd come back. You'd have to get seven opinions. The pick is still in mind you. Yeah. I'd say they stopped and, around. And, and then it would go to uh, an interview with whoever was just drafted. I'd say it stopped around. Well, really, they only interviewed one person. It felt like it felt like all of them. But it, they interviewed Joe, and I think that was it. But besides besides those first few, where it was kind of excessive, and they could have been ironing some things out. I mean, this is the first time they've done an entirely remote draft, right? And you're talking this is a simulcast between multiple networks. So, I mean, again. You can nitpick, but overall, it's been very enjoyable. It's been it's been quite a lot of fun to watch. My so. two problems have been two players selected, and that's Damon Arnett with the Raiders and Kayvon Javon Kinlaw with the with the Niners. It just two picks that didn't make sense to me that pushed talent down the down the board. Well, here's the thing with me though: Kinlaw, at least, why it might have been not have been the right team, the talent was fine for the position, yeah. or for the the number in the draft, yeah. Whereas Arnett, it was like, what are you, what are you doing there? Oh, what, what, did we, what did we hear? Uh, I think it was uh, before we started, uh, Daniel Jeremiah said he had him eighth. Yeah, he was his eighth. And uh, the other, I think I think Mel Kuyper said he was something like his sixth ranked. And and we had him on mute for a second because we were doing our test. And it looked like uh, Mel was going on a rant. Like Mel Kuyper was losing his mind. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Chris, I, I think Mel Kuyper's damning this pick. But like, it makes sense to me to... Damn this pick because it didn't make sense to me. No, I didn't. I didn't understand it at all. But you know what happens in, in every draft: the quarterbacks get overdrafted, and some players get reached. Like I, I there's going to be a receiver here, but if anyone takes a tight end in the first round, that would be a reach. Oh, and, here, come, here comes Minnesota's selection. There's and it should Roger it should, Goodell it should waving be his arms like a fool. It should be Lavishka Shannon. That's a mouthful. I, I've practiced on this name. Oh, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. The receiver, though, which means if the Patriots keep their pick, they have a choice of stellar defensive talent. Okay. So, I like the talent of LaVisca Chenault. I, I think it made, made more sense than uh, Justin Jefferson. But, I'll say this, Chris. They've already traded the pick. They traded the pick? I'll say this, though, before we move on to the Patriots. If they're going to pick. They have not. It's already down nope, here. they trade the pick. Yeah. <laughs> I, what did I say? To the Chargers. The Chargers don't have a first-round pick, Chris. No, they don't. The, the New England Patriots just traded out of the first round. This is what happens to Patriots fans. You watch every year, and either we, we get like a lineman or we get – I mean, I can't complain because it's – if you pick late every year, it means you've had a good team. So it's it, it's a complaint I'll, I'll, I'll gladly make, but – there is some defensive talent I would have really liked to have had, although we'll see what they got for it. 
So you figure if it has to at least be the Chargers' second-round pick this year. Oh, it's a second-round pick. And maybe even more next year. You'd have to think. They can't just – they're not just going to give up the 23 pick and not get anything significant for it. Correct. So, I mean, Um, a 23 pick is not the – isn't held in the esteem of – you know, a top five or ten, obviously, but it's still you're not just going to get the twenty three pick for a second round pick, and that's it. There's so I'm no going to beat this. I'm going to beat this dead horse until he he, he goes. Um, I'll take Lavishka Shanant Junior. here at at, at twenty three to the Chargers. You're getting really good at saying that name. I plenty of practice, and I'm getting more and more practice as we're talking. I just think it, it makes sense. And they and they got Justin Herbert, which they might go. They might go. Tyrod Taylor for the year, or, or what will happen? It would happen in Cleveland, right? Where he he um, the Patriots got number thirty-seven and seventy-one. Chargers already picked; they weren't messing around. So the Patriots are officially out of the first round. They now have twelve picks between thirty-seven, or probably thir- twelve. No, probably fourteen. Actually, they have thirteen or fourteen picks between thirty-seven and the end of the draft. Yeah. That's about right. But I will say this, folks. We'll watch until 31 and 32 because I would not shock me if something dropped there that Bill liked and they go up and take they take 37 and they try to go up and jump. Because you, you could take 37 and pair it with one of your third rounds in the hundreds and easily get up in the fir- back in the first round. I'll tell you what. I mean, we're... we're, we're... We already went over all the draft, you know, your draft uh, projections last time. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go through everything in order. We're just going to pick, you know, we'll, we'll talk as we see things happen. Yeah. And then we're gonna, just going to pick um, certain topics. Um, If you're an Arizona Cardinals fan. Yeah. How much, two years ago, you're watching a draft. Your franchise quarterback's gone. Do you have David Johnson? But that's seemingly about it. Oh, there you go. Okay. So the Patriots got the Chargers second and third yep. round picks this season, and they gave up the 23. So that's good value. Yeah, I'll take it. That's because the Chargers have a, a relatively, I think, a relatively lower mid to mid second round pick. So yeah, I'll take that. I'll take somebody in the 40s. No, it's a 37. So it's, it's oh, high. 37. Oh, perfect. It's okay. High. So that's yeah, awesome. I, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. And you get a third round, a high round third on top of it. That's not a bad deal. But back to the Cardinals. Yeah. Two years ago, you're watching, and they take Josh Rosen. Mistake. I said. And, and oh yeah, you called it then. You called Josh Rosen a mistake then. One of the worst. They had one of the worst offenses in the league. Yep. The team looked abysmal. They had been good for a while. They had a great defense for a while. They had a good offense humble with Kurt Warner and then Carson Palmer. And then they just looked abysmal. They after one season, were like, yeah, we've seen enough of Josh Rosen. They ship him out of town. They draft Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, they already had Larry Fitzgerald. And they had they, um, Kirk. Um, they did have Christian Kirk. Then they trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Bold and because move. of that, they don't have to take a receiver now. Correct. And they get possibly the most talented, versatile player in the entire draft in Isaiah Simmons. They got the best player in the draft. Yeah, if you're a Cardinals fan, this has been quite a road win. These last oh, two years ago, you're watching, you get a schmuck, and your team looks like they're done. And then two years later... You're looking like you could honestly be a contender, man. That that is how 
any team, I don't care how bad your team is now, if you get the right people in the right spots, you can make good decisions. Mm-hmm. You can turn your team around in a matter of a couple of years. And, without a doubt, Bill O'Brien. And you took the Niners to the mat, almost beating them. You did twice. And you, I think you took uh, Seattle at least once to the mat. And we've seen what the uh, the Rams have turned into. Is it feasible that the Cardinals flip? Oh, there's Kenneth oh, Murray. Chargers take Kenneth Murray. Bold move. Murray is off the board. Um, can you? Is it feasible for them to flip this division? It's very possible. Like I, I just, I'm stunned that well in, in two seasons they could flip the division. I mean, this is the way the NFL is supposed to work, where in like two two drafts you're supposed to be able to flip the flip the division. I don't know if they're going to flip the division entirely. Because they were already, I mean, they were the best bad team in football last year because they were still rebuilding and kind of figuring some things out. But, I mean, San Fran's still going to be good. Seattle's still going to be damn good. Uh, the, the Rams, whatever they're going to be, I don't know. They're losing players. All those those high-priced contracts for those few seasons are really starting to catch up with them, I think. Mm-hmm. The Jared Goff contract is going to be a mess. They seem like they're more than inclined to re-sign Jalen Ramsey and sell the farm to keep him. They sold the farm to get him, so why not finish a job and keep him? I mean, I I don't think I don't think flip necessarily is the term because I still think San Fran and Seattle are going to be more than competitive, but they're going to be contenders now. Make no mistake, the Arizona Cardinals are not a laughing stock anymore. They're going to be a good team. This right. isn't a situation like the Cleveland Browns where they got a bunch of big name pieces. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of guys in the right spots who can play. I mean, Isaiah Simmons is the biggest factor. Oh, now absolutely. Have, now you have Simmons and Chandler Jones. That's what I was thinking. That's dangerous. And I'm I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Patrick Peterson. Uh, I am forgetting Patrick Peterson, but there's there's another player that I'm not remembering on Arizona that is an impact player. I want to say he's a linebacker, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know. But it, it's this is this is huge for Arizona. Yeah, Kenneth Murray was Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. Good call. And who who's the one who who does all the the college football stuff? No, in fairness, man, Kenneth Murray was one of the people I kept seeing around. Uh, who's going to be drafted around 23? Yeah. So everybody who was going to be around the Patriots pick, I did. I knew you were doing research on the entire draft, so I looked at all the big names and I saw Kenneth Murray, and I was like, hey, you know what? I like okay. the, you know this kid looks good, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna you know, do been. a little research on him, and it would have been would have been nice to have him on the Patriots, but. They clearly have – here's the thing. Yeah, they're out of the first round, but players are also cheaper now in the second round. Correct. It Although, is the sixth pick in the second round. Yes. Or Yeah, sixth, sixth pick, 37 would be – no, fifth pick. Fifth, yeah. So they have the fifth pick in the second round, which is essentially – I know it's not a first rounder, but it, you're still getting a supremely talented player. Um. I have no problem with it. Any of the third, a low, a low number third round pick. Also, on top of your other ones, you you traded two for once. You have fourteen picks now. I still think I still think because there was rumors about uh, San Francisco having uh, thirteen and thirty one um, out on the trade block. Obviously, they took um, they swapped thirteen for fourteen. They got a pick. I still think thirty one is on the board, and I think thirty two is on the board, and thirty if. Because we just had Justin Jefferson go, um, and I had him going to Green Bay at 30. We have LaVishka Chenant 
Jr. and T. Higgins left. T. Higgins could realistically drop out of the first round uh, just because he didn't have a great senior season. I thought maybe on talent he would get drafted. Uh, if Labishka gets taken, I mean, Green Bay's biggest need is another wide receiver with with uh, Devontae the, the Adams. Right. And I just don't think they have the talent in-house. It would make so much sense for them to drop down to 37 if the Patriots see crazy thought. Xavier McKinney drops to 30 for some reason. And Bill says, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go up and get Xavier McKinney because I want that, uh, that fifth year option. It is entirely possible. Was that fifth year option a thing anymore with the new CBA? I think it's still, I think it's still the same thing. Okay. Um, cause they're still talking about it. So I think it's, okay, still, yeah, I think it's still the same, um, that you, you can only have a um, first round pick. I'll, I'll do some more re- digging on it on the new CBA, but, um, you know, I don't think they need a corner, uh, Edge guy, and I mean, Esben has been drafted, been mocked many, many times to the Patriots at twenty three. Yeah, he has. If he Quite drops, if 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 Bill likes him and he drops at thirty or thirty one, okay, maybe. But I think it's I think it's Xavier McKinney, and that's it. They just don't need a corner. I don't think. Are you talking Green Bay? I'm talking New England. Oh, Jumping New England. Okay, I thought so. Thought you were still talking Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. It's wide receiver. I think it's wide receiver or get out of the first round. Oh yeah, Green Bay needs to get out of the first round because they've already proven they can't use talent with uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling not being used um, a criminally low amount. The guy is super talented, and they just don't know how to use him. No, and it's like it's like oh, they got MVS running open down the sideline. Devontae Adams triple covered. Devontae Adams throw it to him. I mean, to Devontae's credit, he makes the best out of a bad situation, but. I just don't – I don't know. I don't understand. Um, New Orleans is on the clock, Chris, and a lot of people – a lot of people are liking Jordan Love here. Quarterback? I yeah. don't like it. I think it's overdrafting or they don't just don't need a quarterback. I think I think the Saints would be smart to bring a quarterback in because Taysom Hill is not the answer after Drew Brees. I just think – I think you want to – if you want to invest a quarterback, you want to invest in the second round. And clearly, I think Jake Fromm is going to drop into the second round. And there's a distinct possibility that Jordan Love is going to drop in the second round. Plus, there's a couple other uh, guys who are of quality. Just think Dak Prescott went in the third round. Tom Brady went in the sixth round. So there is possibilities to get this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so don't just assume because Jordan Love, you love your love of Jordan Love, no pun intended. A little bit. A little you, bit of pun you, intended. You don't need to take him here at 24. You can get. You, you want a pass rusher? I got I got him taking you, Yurt Grossmatos, out of Penn State, an edge rusher. Obviously, um, there's Xavier McKinney, safety. They could use a safety. It wouldn't hurt him. And they have uh, Trayvon Diggs at corner that could be had at this point. Man, they had uh, they have McKinney and Lattimore. That'd be a dangerous secondary. I mean, it, it, it would be lethal. I I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. It'd be really hard for them to lose in the playoffs again. Well, they'd pull it off. They'd find a way, but it'd be really hard for them to. I just I just I say I say this much about quarterback. Like I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There there's talent, but there's also such a thing as just wanting to get your guy. Okay. No matter what. So if they if they you're not high in Jordan Love, but if they look at him and they're like, this is the guy we want when Drew Brees inevitably hangs it up after a year or two, however long Brees wants to play, so we can have him sit under the Drew Brees learning tree. When you go into a team quarterback by Drew Brees, you know you're not starting. 
And if and I would say if they take Jordan Love with this pick, I'm Taysom Hill. I signed a restricted free agent tender because I really didn't have much choice. I don't sign anything next. I'd go somewhere else. Oh, if I'm Taysom Hill, I stay I stay in New Orleans as long as I possibly can because they have they have delusions that I'm better than I am because I fit into that system. I'm Taysom Hill, I stay there as long as they'll have me. I don't know. I mean, if you can get more money out of somebody else, someone stupid enough to give you more money, I think you go there. Oh, somebody offers you a crazy contract, by all means, go ahead. Oh, wait, today? Oh, no, they're recording. They're uh, reading off the Saints pick right now. Roger Goodell is looking awkwardly into the camera. Um, they're not telling us who it is. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lineman. They have selected, and they're not telling anybody who they selected. Good. That's good. All right, remember how I said there wasn't any hang-ups? Cesar Ruiz. They took Cesar Ruiz no. at 24. Oh, no, it's your boy from Michigan, dude. Man, well, I wanted to be right, though, man. I mean this in all seriousness. I'm not mocking anybody. I always think it's cool to see like, the emotional reactions from these guys. Caesar Ruiz, I'm, can, I, can, I, can I touch on Caesar Ruiz yeah. real quick? This guy will anchor your offensive line like nobody else. He two-year starter at center. And I, like I said before, Caesar Ruiz... There was a difference when he stepped out of the game this year. In one in one game, he stepped out for a couple of series, and it was an instant difference in the offensive flow. I would have liked him to pair with Joe Burrow to kind of grow together. This is a fantastic pick. This it, I will say this. He will probably be the best offensive lineman in the draft. Yeah, I can see that. With a little bias because – because centers are almost like like the catchers of football. Like they have to, they have to. I mean, they're not the quarterbacks, but they have to keep a lot of stuff in check. They have to have a lot better timing adjustments. They they, 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 they flinch more than any other player. Penalty and and assignments where the where the pass rush is coming from. If they, the indicators on if there's a blitzer coming, who gets what responsibility? I mean, they're showing them right now. This this is a this is he's a, a big boy textbook on what you should do. As an offense uh, center, not to mention he had learned three different offenses. They installed the spread offense this year at Michigan. It's completely different than what Michigan's been running for the past century. And Michigan is not exactly known for having tremendous, at least in the college, uh, quarterback talent. No. So you're talking about he's got an anchor in line where they know your main threat's going to be your running game. Yep. And that 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 you know, it's a lot harder to do something when someone knows what's coming. Right. But he apparently, from what I'm seeing here and from from what I've heard, does that just fine. And they adjusted the they adjusted the offense as it goes. Uh, I went this year because in in the beginning they weren't having success in the spread offense. Right. The OC came from Alabama. Alabama is running the spread offense very well. Obviously. He had to adjust as the season went on, not just from season to season, but but game to game on how much they were running the ball, how much they were using RPOs. Shea Patterson was garbage. He was a transfer from Ole Miss. He was garbage. They were playing different quarterbacks at some point. Cesar Ruiz was an anchor. Michigan will miss him. The Saints are getting a prize at 23. Yeah. I will say that a prize. And like I was saying he, he got really emotional when his when his pick was called. That's always cool to see because a lot of these guys, I mean, you're literally watching someone's dream come true, right? Which I don't care how corny that sounds. That that's always cool. 
that's always a cool thing. And you got a guy like Ruiz who just got incredibly emotional, and it, you can tell how, you can tell it's genuine, which is which is very cool to see. So good for him and good for the Saints. Um, good for a lot of teams later on in the draft because you have teams that are already now now you're in the teams that are already in the playoffs. Oh, and you going to trade the pick to the 49ers. 49ers. Interesting move. And you have – well, I mean, they just picked two picks ago. They're probably like, oh, we're good. We're going to get out of here. Unless they just swapped down to uh, 31, which they may have. I think – I'm, I'm going to guess they did. I did. I, I'm thinking they did. I mean – oh, we, we didn't even mention uh, Jerry Jones. Apparently oh. – rumor had it earlier, Jerry Jones, the infamous owner and supreme ruler and being of all that is Dallas Cowboys – uh, I think Trey Wingo said it best when he had he had a title for him that was like eight different eight different names. It was pretty hilarious. Um apparently, I mean they showed Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Cowboys, on, on the feed next to Jerry Jones, but you you know Jerry Jones made that pick and they ended up taking C D Lamb, a receiver, when they desperately need other positions. But you know, that's what you're gonna get with Jerry Jones. He's gonna take the flashiest name on the board. Because he wants to make a splash. Wow. So, what's that? So, to go from 31 to 25, okay, Chris? Yep. Six spots. They also had to throw in 117 and 176. Wow. So, they gave up a couple extra pieces just to move up six spots. They There's something they want. They want McKinney. Chris, Chris they're, no, no, they're, they're taking Leviscus or not. They're, you think they're, so? I, I know I keep hammering this point. Like, they have a second opportunity to get a receiver. I'll tell you what. This makes the Kinlaw deal a lot more digestible. Or not deal, but the Kinlaw pick a lot more digestible if they do end up still getting a talented receiver. They if they, they can still they get an, they get an extra pick mm-hmm. from Buccaneers to move up one spot. For the right. Buccaneers to move up one spot in front of them. And then they, have, they, they take a pick. I assume one of them was probably somewhere around the pick they got from the Buccaneers. And their 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 thirty one pick, mm-hmm. swap it with uh, with Minnesota, and they can still get their receiver, and they got an extra. You know, it and they only gave up it was an additional, well maybe five fifth sixth round pick, yeah, and they ended up getting two first round talent players. That's that's a pretty good move. That that changes everything. That's not Lavishka's not. Who did they take? Selection is in. I don't understand this guy. Wow. And what's scary is Daniel Jeremiah had him, I think, uh, 30. He had him at 30. We thought he was foolish for putting him in the first round. And yeah. San Fran just took him at 25. When they I, still I, had a lot more talent on the ball. Man, there's been some really questionable calls here. You know who else went to Arizona State? Nikhil Harry. You know who else went there, I believe? Who's that? Was it Arizona or Arizona State? Tampa Bay Buccaneers great Rob Gronkowski. Um, I want to say Arizona, but I'm I, think, not, I know it was in Arizona, but it might have been. I'm not sure if it was regular or state, but I'm not sure though. It, this is interesting though because I, I just I we have to I have to dig into Arizona State because you know who's the head coach. You know I don't know that Herm Edwards. Okay, Herm Edwards so we're just gonna have dead air because you know I don't know okay, that. You're, no, no, I, 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 and I was, I was, you know, I, I was down on Darren Jeremiah a little bit. Because I, I think he makes a few selections that makes him... He made some dumb calls. I'll be I'll Try to it. be superior yeah. to everybody else. But I guess he was on the ball with uh, Brandon 
Oh, even he wasn't that off. He made <laughs> yeah. He, it was the Niners were even way more off than he was because this kid, much like the um, the kid that the the uh, uh the Raiders, Raiders took Damien Arnett, much like Arnett, this kid wasn't even projected in the first round. Right, nowhere close. No, he was uh, of all the receivers like Arnett was the third corner off the board, and he was like the sixth or eighth ranked. You could have easily got him in the second round, and and, and more than likely, and then this kid here. Is what was he, the eighth or tenth receiver picked? I have him on the. I pulled a uh, top 250. He's 49 on the list for top 250. I mean, it's, yeah, and he was taken at 25. You trade up to, to 25 to get him? They could have stayed right where they were. Lavishka Sanat and Justin Jefferson are ahead of him. So all I have to say is I, I don't. I don't understand why LaVishka Shannon Jr. is dropping. I don't know if someone saw something on tape, but he was the offense for Colorado. I am not going to diss uh, Brandon Ayaku, and I'm hoping that's his right, how to pronounce his last name. Cause it's I, good enough for me. I don't know. I did not do a lot of work on him. I have him. trouble with my name sometimes. I'll take your word for it. But I'll tell you what. There is no way DeAndre Swift is going at, at, at 26 to Miami. I have him there. Nope. Well, I'll tell you, if Arnett, if Arnett was uh, – I mean, they might take McKinney, honestly, at this point. I, I had him going but, 20 to, to Jacksonville, and then I think I mentioned at 18. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is a good spot for McKinney. This this could be – McKinney drops out of the first round. This is this would be a head-scratcher. To be, I'm being honest, it would be a head-scratcher if he drops. Yeah, because you're getting a stud player for – Far, far, farther down than much farther down than he should have ended up. He's what did he? What did I say he was? Six feet? I think it was six feet. Yeah. I said if he was four inches taller, he'd be essentially Isaiah Simmons. Right. Although not as fast, but think you get four more inches. You, Isaiah Simmons has got a long stride too. Kid hits hard too. Like I said last episode, players run into him and he does not move, and nope. they they go down. Like he's 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 solid. I'm just shocked. He is. This is this is. This is probably one of my biggest shocks is that McKinney is falling. Well, you want to know where all the trades were. We've had a couple in the last few minutes, so they're here now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wouldn't it be something if this, this Sanat kid you're talking about ends up falling to uh, <laughs> the uh, Chiefs? The Chiefs. And they get yet another I, receiver? I, I would throw up. I'm not going to be honest with you. I would throw up. Well, the only way they have room for him is if they get rid of Sammy Watkins. They did, and they're not going to. They've restructured him already. They did. But if they didn't think they had a top talent that was available, or they could just trade out. I, I honestly, if if Kansas City wanted, wanted him, they could just take um, what's his name, Demarcus Robinson. They signed him to a one year deal. They could, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Easily dispatch that because I think I think if you bring in, if they falls to thirty two, you bring in Little Bishkush and Junior. You can tell Tyreek Hill, guess what? No more special teams for you, buddy. You're going to be on offense strictly. Quite and frankly, uh, who else? Who's the other guy? They uh, 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 McCall Harmon. Yeah, Harmon. You yeah. can tell both of those guys offense only, because Lavishka um, is going to be your punt returner slash kick returner. Tell you what, if DeAndre Swift is there at thirty-two, you could see the Chiefs that, get him because that'd be a great pickup. Fantastic for them. move because I got him. I got him. I think J.K. Dobbins would be perfect for them. I've heard DeAndre Swift to Kansas City. They both make sense. No, no knock on Damian Williams. He did a great job, but eventually he's going to require money because um, he only I think he signed a one year deal this year as a restricted. That was trade. a two year before last season. Okay, so but he's eventually it's going to cost money. 
he now has a ring. It's going to cost money. Where you can get a guy at 32, a running back, that's five, almost five years of a fixed cost. Yeah, if we're ticking down in the Dolphins' time, they had 2.30 left, and they're still... Well, we got a little time. Um, I thought I honestly thought they were going to try to trade this one, to be honest with me. If would, they didn't have the player they wanted... It would make sense. didn't have the player they wanted, they could just trade a first-round pick next year or something and, and no, just got, get out of this. If they wanted a safety... I don't know what their safety situation's like, but if they wanted a safety... Well, they don't have uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, so... No, but uh, I thought they had a different one, or did they cut him? I know they have corners because they overpaid one. And they have Xavier Howard, who is one of the best corners in the league. But I mean, I, uh, there's two safeties on the board that they could take if they really, really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they, they, oh, yeah, they, uh, oh, they, they sign, they have Eric Rowe and they had, what's his name? Uh, Jones. Okay. Rashad Jones, I yeah. think, at, at some point. But Adrian Colbert is their technically their starting strong safety. I would easily, easily at twenty six take Grant Telpit or, or or Xavier McKinney and and insert him. And now I have, albeit I'm not high on Byron Jones, but now I have Eric Rowe, who could be a formidable free safety. Not a great corner, we know that. Trust me, we've seen him. But now you have Xavier Howard on one side, Byron Jones on the other, and now you have Z- uh, Xavier McKinney potentially roaming that secondary. And I and I know I know there's still talent on the board. We're looking at uh, the, the pick for the top five that are available right now, mm-hmm. and Xavier McKinney's the, the tops. No, no surprise. At some point, you just have to take the best player on the board and make it work. Absolutely. I mean, if you have a guy like McKinney at 26, take him, make it work. Dolphins traded the pick. To the Packers. Okay, with 30 seconds left. And who's it going to be, Chris? Brian McKinney. No. No? No. I'll tell you who it's going to be. Okay. I know I keep I keep hammering this point. No, there's no way. It's no way it's Jordan Love. No, there's they were saying no they're saying they're going to do to uh, Rodgers what they did to Favre, and they're going to draft his replacement years before he's done. There's no way. All right, who's it going to be? Keep out of suspense. Lavishka Shannon. You're gonna be I, pro at saying that name at the time this night's over with, man. There's, there's just no way. There's just no way because this is a this would be a shot across the bow. I, I know he he needs to be better than that, but it's gonna be a shot across the bow to to Aaron Rodgers. You jump up to get Jordan Love. That's a sign. Well, a, I mean, no, I don't know. But if it's a jump, I mean, they're going from thirty to twenty-seven. They just swap picks. Oh, 20, 30, 26. Sorry, yeah. I, I, I Apparently think, the pick is in, so they already know what they're doing. I think it's a shot across the bow. At least a, a small shot across the bow to say, hey, Aaron, your time is coming nigh. And well, if you've soon. watched him play the last three years, he doesn't need them to tell him that. I I, I agree. I'm just saying your, your pampered child is going to have a hissy fit if this yeah. is Jordan Love. Well, Kuiper looks like he's losing the damn mind. Well, he's always, yeah. But it looks like he's talking when uh, Damon Arnett was on the on the board. He's doing a flashback and he's just ripping people up and down. Well, after this pick comes in, I want to talk about uh, Cam and Jameis real quick. Yeah. If we can dive into that. But let's uh, let's see what the Packers get because we're now. All right. What are the Packers going to do? They have a I, couple I think of it's, it's got to be a Lavishka Shannon. I, I just. I just. 
they need it. They need wide receiver help. And that's the first thing Aaron Rodgers is going to say is if it's not a wide receiver, it's Jordan Love. He's going to say, where's my help? This doesn't help me at all. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to win regardless of what the pick is. So, uh, if it's a, if it's a, well, he'll be happy with the receiver. If it's a skill position, he'll be happy with it. But it, if it's Jordan Love, then oh my, it god. is Jordan Love. Oh my god, <laughs> take that, Aaron. No, 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 take that, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to be on Twitter sometime tomorrow looking for what Aaron Rodgers says. I may even be on after we're done recording to see what he says. He's got something to say on this. Well, before we well, we know Cam or Jameis will not be going to Green Bay. Correct. But before we get to that, real quick, I just want to point out at a funny moment, because the draft was supposed to be held in Las Vegas this year at the Las Vegas Raiders new facilities. Yeah. Near the open. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell came on and said because of the whole you know, the whole situation going on right now, that people obviously can't be there in person, that's why it's all being done remotely, that they wanted to announce that uh, they meant to say, I don't know what year they meant to say, but they said that Las Vegas will be awarded the NFL draft. I believe they meant to say in 2022 because Dallas has it in 2021, which is next year. Right. But Goodell comes on and he says, because we weren't able to hold the 2020 draft in Las Vegas, we'd, we're proud to announce that the 2020 draft will be held in Las Vegas. I, I think and we're like, dude. This is why you want to tape delay at least a little bit because stuff like that just makes you look stupid. And I, th- I think he, when he continued to read, he said, he read something else because I was watching him like, and then it clicked. Yeah, you could you could actually see it in his face. It actually hit him, and he goes, "Oh, oh damn, shit. man, come on! Why did I do that?" Uh, but you wanted to get to Cam and Jameis, and I wanted to get to a little bit of Gronk talk. So let's get to so Cam and Jameis. Let's get to Cam and Jameis. Uh, where where can where can they land at this point? Cam Newton and Jameis. Let's see. I think you're going to have an easier time finding a home for Cam Newton. Not only is he more proven, yeah, less injury prone, more proven. I think Jameis is still going to have that air of I'm worth this much. I want I, I want my twenty to thirty million dollars a year, and at this point, he's just not going to get it because I because I threw five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. So yeah, didn't didn't matter. You caused thirty five turnovers, but oh, he, he wants to ignore that part though. Of course, he does. I still say there's a good chance one of these guys ends up. No, you know what? I take that back because of what happened tonight with the Chargers drafting Justin Herbert, and they already have Tyrod Taylor, and one of those guys is no not, will there's not no. end up in San Diego no. uh, or L.A. Excuse me, not San Diego, but the L.A. Chargers. So I would. I mean, I really don't know, man. New England's the only option, realistically, outside of an injury, for either one of these guys. Yeah, I mean, because the, the teams that that already have a quarterback aren't. You're not going to get a team. Like, if something were to happen to Patrick Mahomes and he gets an injury and can't play the rest of the year, right? you're not going to bring one of those guys in for an inflated price. Number one, the Chiefs can't afford it. And, and, and two, you're just not going to do that. um, Because those guys just play different styles than Mahomes does anyways. Right. So you're going to have to find a fit in a team that needs a quarterback, in a team that has salary cap room. I don't really know what these guys are. I mean, you think of Jameis Winston – and uh, Cam Newton would have to find a home. They'd have to find it. But here's the thing. They're going to have to take a pay cut. And they're going to have to be in a competition. Have, yeah, they're going to have to be in a competition. They're going to have to be Washington. Right. I was just I could see Washington. one of them being in Washington. I could see Cam Newton going back with Ron Rivera and being in Washington. Or Jacksonville. But it would only be for Cam, though. It wouldn't be for Jameis. No, no. Those are for Cam. Jameis. Those are for Cam. Yeah, Jacksonville. Cam, Cam, Cam would be for, well, 
no, I wouldn't even put Jameis. I would agree. Not even Jameis for uh, for um, Washington. No, I wouldn't either. I said he, Cam, wants, Cam for Washington. I don't know where he's going to want to go because he's not going to get his money anywhere. Nowhere. He's just not a viable quarterback at this time for anybody except for maybe New England. But Bill is not going to pay him that money. There is no, no if he were, yeah, if he were to come to New England, he'd understand he was in a competition. And, yeah, Belichick, Belichick will pay him, I think because of the ground casting situation, they did free up some money in the cap. But they're not going to pay him top dollar to come in and, and compete for the job. They'll pay him. They, I could see them paying him on a one-year deal, yeah. a prove-it deal, a show-me deal. And that way, if he ends up being the guy, you can try to negotiate long-term. And if he ends up being what he was in Tampa Bay – you can say, okay, well, we tried. We were awful this year. We have a high-round draft pick. Now we can go get a quarterback. Right. And here's the flip side is that if he gets an opportunity to start and shows he still has something but not what the Patriots are looking for, we could see a couple of quarterbacks potentially start to retire and some answers, some, some answers to questions of quarterbacks around the league that maybe a position, a spot will open up. And I am more specifically targeting Tampa Bay, um, a reunion potentially, if Tom decides it's one and done because he doesn't have it anymore or if Gronk doesn't have it anymore and he can't get a relationship with Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin, which I can't believe that would happen. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, Gronk doesn't have it anymore. I would agree with that. Like Cameron Brate's your number one, not, not your number two. Yeah. No, Brate's number one. Uh, O.J. Howard's your number two unless you trade him. And Gronk is going to have to be a glorified receiver. What he has left, I don't know. I don't know what he has left. He has hype and he has name recognition, and that's the only reason they traded to get him. I'll say this much. I want the Patriots to get Jameis Winston because I want Belichick to turn him into a star because the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year. Can I I add on to that? Hold on. Can I? Okay, go ahead. I'm just putting the pile on there a little bit. What? Add on on O.J. Howard. Oh, O.J. Howard too. Yeah, they can they can trade O.J. Howard. I'm fine by that. But I want to. Okay, that's fine. We can have we can have Jameis Winston and O.J. Howard here. But O.J. Howard is just a speculation right now. Mm-hmm. But Jameis Winston, I want Jameis Winston in New England for a year at least. I want Belichick and the Patriots to play Brady and the Bucks in the Tampa's home stadium in Super Bowl whatever number round fifty six now. Yeah, I don't know. Super Bowl fifty six and beat them and put an end to this whole charade they've had going on because now that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are away from their big mean father who apparently is Bill Belichick all they're doing is talking and acting like idiots so they're like the kids who were always good until they got away from their parents and went to college and then they just acted like animals for four years right and now they're like oh we're away from dad oh we have a coach who won't stop us from doing anything and running our mouth let's do that now and that could be a problem because there is there is a narrative with um Bruce Arians' camps is that they're very, very loose. Oh, yeah. Very, very loose structure. Great. You want that, Tom? Uh, fine. I, I have no problem with you going there. Rob, you facilitated a trade because you were going to play with Tom? Fine. Go ahead and go play there. Guess what? You have a division with three teams mm-hmm. that are legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I know we've crapped all over the Atlanta Falcons. They're still a talented team. They still have a starting quarterback, which is high caliber. 
They have arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Yes. They have talent on defense, albeit sometimes suspect, but they do have talent, Chris. And they picked up another corner. They have a, they now have a corner to to actually cover people because they haven't had that for years. Then you have Carolina, who is building something, who has probably our favorite player from this offseason, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, I love Teddy. And your favorite player in the world, who just runs you to a, a championship every year in CMC. Hashtag man crush. And not to mention, you know, what's going on, what's going on in New Orleans? Oh, nothing. Just, just nothing. Just Drew Brees setting records. Yeah, just Drew Brees being one of the greatest ever. And now they, and now, if they had any any offensive line issues, they just sewed it up with probably the best interior lineman in the draft. I have to ask an honest question here, because I I, I said this earlier before we started recording. I don't know if I just have the, the Patriots team mentality as a fan where it's like, if they're not on my team anymore, yeah, I just don't care. Right. Because uh, the Seattle Seahawks are selecting their pick is in. Trayvon Diggs. Diggs? Diggs. You said you said this would be a good pick for uh, this is a Pete Carroll guy. This is a Pete Carroll guy. guy. It's a Pete Carroll guy. Okay, they'd actually go ahead and announce who it is instead of Goodell just yammering on. Come on, baby. Go, go, go. Ah, Jordan Brooks. I don't Brooks. know who this is. Not familiar with him. Another guy we didn't even see being in the first round, drafted in the first round. Let me see where he's got, where we're on the board here. Well, there's no way the Dolphins don't take DeAndre Swift now at 30. If Baltimore or Tennessee, or Tennessee won't take him. But I said this, Bob, back to what I was saying before. Is it? Is it, like, I find, look, I love Tom Brady for what he did in New England and all that stuff. I found him since he went to Tampa to be extremely annoying. Um, I started seeing that a few years ago when he started to go a little um, head- headstrong on the uh, hawking of TB12. Yeah, and I, I didn't know what it was. I couldn't tell if it was just because I'm really not. I, I think the Patriots made the right move by not giving him all that money to stay. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with him going somewhere else if he still wants to play. I don't know if it's a matter of. I'm just seeing this now because he's not our guy anymore. I'm not focused on him anymore. He's not the Patriot guy. I mean, he won six Super Bowls with us. He went to nine. I thank him for all the things he did. I have great memories. But it's like now it's like you said earlier, like he got thrown out of parks in Tampa Bay because he's trying to practice in a, in, in a public area. And it's like they're they're going, no, you have to leave. Where That park is closed now because the entire world is trying to make sure this thing does not get worse than it is. Right. So, no, Tom Brady, you can't have special treatment. <laughs> and then he walks into you, – you said he walked into somebody's house because he thought it was one of the, the team coaches. He thought it was Byron Leftwich's um, house. Yeah, and just walks in. No no knocking. During just- a pandemic, mind you, when everybody's supposed to be staying apart, walks into a complete stranger's house with things in his hand and puts it down. And then, he, then, he, then you get Gronkowski, who's – Oh, God. I want to I wanna come back, and I think I'm a wrestler now, but I, I want to come back, and I only want to play with Tom, and I enjoyed my time so much in New England, but now that I'm not there anymore, my fire is back, my desire to play. It's like, how rough was it for you guys really playing on one of the greatest teams ever? Calm, Jesus, man, calm down. Sure. It just, it, they're, they're becoming insufferable. Were they always this bad, or am I just seeing this because they're not on the Patriots anymore? 
Uh, they're not on the Patriots, so they don't have to curtail what they have to what they're saying. Yeah, they're, so I mean, it's not on lockdown anymore. This is now they can be who they want to be, which is fine. You want to be who you want right. to be. That's fine. Do what you want to do. I just want you to remember that the Patriot way is is you do your talking a on the field, on the, yeah, and then you do your talking after everything's done. Like, do you do you do you hear Jimmy Collins chirping in Detroit? I don't hear people. No. Do you hear Kyle Van Noy in Miami saying a thing? Not a word. Even when even when a guy like Vrabel was was out Belichicking Belichick in the playoffs when he did that little he uh the whole the um oh the 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 uh, on, during the punt he was doing the little uh, yeah the, the, the false start the totally. false start things yeah on purpose to try to run down the clock more it right. wasn't even it, that wasn't even. That was good natured. You could tell there's a little smirk even on Belichick's face as he was getting beat. He, he was like, "This guy just beat me up my own game." This is there. Was, there was a respect there because he literally just did that a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. and he was blowing yeah. it out to a bunch of people, and now Mike Vrabel pulling the move. Can I note, Chris, that pick by the Seahawks, Jordan Brooks? I'll, I'll take this that that you know this is a 250 person um, list, top 250 people, and uh, I don't remember where I pulled it from, but. Take it for what it's worth. This guy was rated at 160. Wow. Now, we, you have to understand. Wow. Um, uh, Carroll, Pete Carroll, he goes a little outside the box. He's unconventional. He reached, I believe he reached for Bobby Wagner. I oh, he, reached, so. he, did, he did right then. <laughs> uh, I think he may have reached for Richard Sherman. I don't want to speak out of turn on him. Um, he didn't really reach for Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, I don't think, at third round, but he did put a lot of faith in him. So this is pro- this is I thought Trayvon Diggs was a perfect Pete Carroll guy because he's got the length and the size that he likes at corner. But this is a Bill. This is a Pete. Pete I, we say it's a Bill Pars- uh, Pete, Bill Belichick guy. This is a Pete Carroll guy reaching for yeah, a guy for sure. that you think you you have um, that's uh, better than he's been rated. Although you could have got him in the second round, maybe. Well, uh, yeah, more than likely, if if not even later than that, honestly, if he's tra- if he's rated one sixty, the Ravens pick is in. They're still on commercial break, so we're gonna we're gonna get this pick and probably get out of here because running a little long already. I didn't even notice. Well, I didn't either. I'm, ha- I'm having you know this is this is fun and all, but and we we already know that the the odds are the Patriots probably won't. No, they're not gonna. They're not. No, they're not trading back up because they, they the entire point of that was so they had a second round pick. Yeah, that was the entire. Well, because th- I think they want a quarterback now. Honestly, it wasn't. I don't say. I want to say it was a point, but the point was to eliminate the space between their first pick and their second pick because that was from twenty three to ninety something. Well, right, but I think I think when when if a guy there was they weren't in love with was there, and they knew they were going to get an early second round. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know. I like Xavier McKinney, man. It's a lot like it's a lot like. Oh well, I think this is what Baltimore's taken. I think Baltimore's going to take Xavier McKinney oh, because, because they, he's going to like get, next year, not this next, not this next season, the season after that, he'll, he'll replace Earl Thomas. That's what I'm saying. They'll like, just he's, cut, they'll he's, cut him. He's going to. He is right in that Baltimore mold of hard hitting, yeah, dominant defensive players. Like he's without a doubt. I'd be shocked if they don't take him because if but, you're talking about a team that doesn't really have a glaring need. I mean, they do need receiver help, but I think with their with their way their offense runs, they're okay with that one. But I think if there's 
I mean, tight end would be perfect, but I don't think they want to reach. Yeah, I don't think there's end. a value there. I think they would just rather just trade it out of the first and, and take one in the second or third. You're really, you're really going to rate Antoine Winfield Jr. over Xavier McKinney? Okay. Wow. No, I, I like, don't, I I like that, Antoine Winfield Jr., but no. There's Grant Delpit, too. Uh, he could be, it could I be had, Delpit. I'm going to go with McKinney, though. I had Grant Delpit going, oh my God, I had him going 17 to Dallas, and he's still on the board. Yeah. Like, you have three safeties on the board. There's a lot of talent available there's right a, now. There's a pick right there. He's on the phone. That's the pick. Patrick Queen, linebacker. I mean, it makes sense. They lost uh, Anawajar. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And I think there was another. Oh, they're uh, still talking to Matthew Judon, I think, for an extension. They um, tagged him. Okay. But they lost some guys. So, Patrick Queen, although he's undersized. And now we're talking to Clay Campbell. Which was a hell of a move by. That's ridiculous. They got a guy that talented for a fifth player on pick. That was a great. That was a fantastic move. I mean, I don't much. I don't know much about Patrick Queen. I didn't really do much on him because I don't. I don't think him. I think he's undersized at linebacker. I'll say this to anybody, man. If 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 the Ravens continue to build on what they started last year, that's scary. Good luck stopping. I don't even Kansas City be able to be able to stop him. Honestly, like if they can get a second round pick, uh, um, tight end. Yeah. Now they replace Hayden Hurst. I, 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 that's dynamite right there. I think I think Patrick Queen, by evidence, yeah, he, for he, sure. he was on the phone. I, I he was on the phone with that uh, video. It's going, it's going. Patrick Queen here. I don't know. It could have been older footage though. It might have been somebody. Might have been he was talking to somebody else. Been. But you never know. I had a I had an old lineman going here. I think a tackle. He's a tackle, and I think that was tomorrow. Nice Ravens select at pick number twenty eight. Were you right? Yeah. Okay. okay Patrick Queen. Yeah, on yep. Yep. That's yeah, a, a nice move. addition to that defense. I mean, he he, he played on LSU. Well, have to <laughs> on this first round, it was either LSU, Alabama, or Ohio State, and then there's like four other people. Yeah, pretty much. A couple of Oklahoma in there. Yeah, I, I'm not dissing a guy. I just don't know him. I think when it comes down to it, is you got a team like Baltimore with no glaring need. Like well, I don't know need, what I just said. Like no, li- they need a linebacker because they lost one. Right, but I mean, there's no position where they're just absolutely pathetic yet. So right. they just take the best player at their position of most. And I, I don't know. I think it just makes sense. That's yeah, because you Baltimore can't, knows how to draft. Unless unless you're going to push, which I don't think would be the dumbest move. You're going to push Peters or um, Marlon Humphrey in the slot, or bring in Trayvon Diggs and put him in the slot. I I don't think. Diggs is a slot. I think actually all three of those guys, none of them are slot uh, corners. So realistically, it would make sense to draft Trayvon Diggs. It just wouldn't have been there. McKinney would have been the pick, but they saw a need at linebacker. And look, they, they feel like their defensive line is, is going to get penetration and they're going to free him up. Cause I heard, I heard some analysis on the radio today on, on Patrick queen. Cause the uh, Pats were kind of tagged to him a little bit. Uh, if he gets blocked, he gets blocked. He has a tough time getting unblocked, but he can make plays. So yeah, I think a guy like Harbaugh with his history can can help. If they can, if they yeah. can, if that D line can keep him clean and he can make clean plays, like I, I don't, I don't want to comp him to this individual, but we know what happened when Ray Lewis didn't have that big beefy guy in the middle. He didn't get off the blocks. He wasn't the playmaker. Maybe that's what they're seeing in him. I don't know. All I know is I'm a little disappointed that the tra- the Patriots haven't traded back up in the first round. 
there are a bunch of fantastic guys There's that a they lot could of talented pick. talented players left. But well, the Titans are on the clock now. We're gonna get off the clock. Yep. We're gonna get out of here. So if you would like to add any thoughts or opinions to our analysis of the first round to this point, where can I do that, Ben? Uh, they can hit us up on Twitter. That's BCTS Pod or Facebook. Ben and Chris talk football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our 2020 first round draft analysis. We hope you enjoyed it. For Ben, I am Chris. Please stay safe out there, stay healthy, and we will see you right back here Tuesday morning. Thank you.